Welcome back into Behind the Mask. Ryan Collins in the host chair alongside John Supan, Kyle Hattie. How are we, boys? I'm doing great. How are you, Hattie? I'm doing incredible. Incredible. You said you saw yeah, Connor McDavid yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was last night. By the way, what is I mean, the Red Wings have played the Oilers and Vancouver Canucks like twice, both of them in the last three weeks. Ducks too. How does oh, no. that how does that work? What is NHL doing with their scheduling? I don't know. They're like they're just getting all their Western Conference matchups out of the way because they played uh, Dallas and St. Louis too. That's weird. Maybe that's weird. because of traveling during the winter. I, I, I don't Maybe. Know. I, I doubt it's know. that. It's what, something to do with money, but still, it's super weird. Wouldn't it be nice to let your Detroit team travel to California in February? Yeah, it would. It would be nice, but that's just... Yeah, that's you got to punish them. I mean, I mean, the weather's not great here right now. You said it's going to snow tonight, right? It is going to snow. No, it's not. I hope, I hope it doesn't. That's tough. Don't if shoot it, the reporter. Don't, I got yeah. my boots on, though, in case it does. So, so you went to LCA? When I was did. that? Two nights ago? Last night. Last night, how was it? It was really amazing. Really? Really. How many times have you been to LCA? This, oh, in total or this season? This, just in total. Uh, Total six, this season four. Oh, You've you been moly. to four games this season? It's an obsession. Do you go to school? Yeah, yes. how do you get down there? Oh my god! I just drive. Wow. I you just drive. Drive for the game, drive. drive back. I get back about 1230 at night. Love who the do, sport, Who man. do you go with? Uh, I've gone to a lot of people. I've gone with my dad, my uncle. I've gone with a couple friends. Okay, all over the place. I I, I don't hate it. That's yeah, but not the, us. It takes, not, yeah, well, yeah, he hasn't invited us. Yet. I I don't have the dedication to go watch a terrible Red Wings team play and then drive all the way back at twelve thirty. I, I commend you. Thank you. They're two and one with me with me in the building. But that one loss, they did have a two nothing lead going into the third, and then they lost five two. What the Vancouver game? Yeah, yeah. That was I mean, the Red Wings are. They're a mess. They're a fire blast show. They, I, mm-hmm. I just like that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah, Black Blackhawks aren't much better now. That sucks. Although I have yeah. seen some elite talent so far because I've seen Dallas, uh, Vancouver, and then Edmonton. How yeah. does Corey Perry look in a Stars jersey? I wonder that. Weird. I don't, see. Don't, yeah, like it. I don't like it either. Corey if Perry's on the it. Stars. Yeah, I don't know that. Did they buy him out for the Ducks? I think he, he had a super bad contract. I he knew did. that. I know he's overpaid. I just don't know well, how that much. was the problem with the Ducks is that they did that to Getzlaff, him. Uh, yeah. I think they Gibson, their goalie for a while, they had yeah. him, and they just spent all their money, and now they're absolutely awful. Yeah, they did the Ken Holland model where you'd go to win now, and then, you know, you're kind of screwed in five years. Yeah, well, people did that, like, in the Sharks, and it ended up working. Joe Pavelski's not in the Sharks anymore. He's a star. Yeah, he's a star, too. What? What is that? Don't like that. Why? I mean, that's just, like, a guy you can't get rid of. Mm-mm. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to be – the same person after that big hit he took in the playoffs I know, last he got year. That smoked. Was bad. But at the same time, he's like type, one of those type of guys you're like, good guy in the room. I, I, right. I, I didn't play hockey when I was like older, but he, he, nothing can go wrong with having a good guy in the room. And he's your captain. Yeah, I know. that. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow the hockey free agency uh, as, as closely as I should. But uh, this weekend, mission. <laughs> well, you lo- why are you laughing? I don't know. I don't follow it that closely either. So. I know. I mean, I, the Red Wings aren't that us. good, and I like they won last night against the greatest player in the world, and oh, that okay. confer- I was that was confirmed last night. Get off your high no, horse, there, no. Manny. Who's that, who's the be- who's the best player in the world? Then he's definitely the best. McDavid's definitely the best player in the world. I mean, that's not what I was talking about. I was just talking oh. about that the Wings are still awful, and the fact oh, even trash. if they did beat the Oilers, yeah, Jimmy Oilers Hart- are a good team though this year. So I'll, I, I commend that. I commend Jimmy Hart plays out of his mind. He just has like for, it just seems like he like never like takes that step down. It's just that there's no defense in front of him. He's still a solid goaltender. Yeah, I mean when you got Mike Green as your like top two pair, the guy basically can't get back on the defense. He is. They're fixing that. 
he's a decent, like, no, he's a good offensive defenseman. He's a good puck mover. Like, I get that. Horrible on the defensive end. Just not great. And he's older, so he's not, like, he had those problems in Washington, but he was a lot younger, and he could, you just producing more in the offensive end, but whatever. Wait, what are you saying? They're fixing it. Uh, Phil Peronick is, he's solid. I uh, mean, Phil Peronick is the only one who's young and most cider who's not to be ready for another, like, three years. Didn't you guys just give him to the Hawks? We, you guys got Perlini from Black No, they, yeah, trade... they get uh, Regula. Regula, that's who it was. Okay. Perlini played with uh, Larkin at Bell Tire. Yeah. Oh, that's that. good. I did not yeah. know If he puts him yeah. on the same line, that would Perlini be was Perlini was Arizona last year, too. He just, I think he's been traded twice yeah. in the last I know years. he was a first-round Hawks pick. love trading with the Coyotes, man. I, I know they, they do. That's I weird. don't know what it is. They got a, what's it called, a little payback. I mean, the uh, Coyotes feel bad for Rafi Torres, so... <laughs> So they, they God, that guy is a joke. Everyone should feel bad for Rafi <laughs> Torres. Is a joke. I thought that would get you going a little bit as we move into Michigan State. I need yeah. high energy out of Sioux Pan. Yep, but, you're gonna uh, get it. <laughs> Michigan State traveled to Colorado Springs last weekend, take on Colorado College Tigers with the worst logo maybe in all of college sports I've ever Agreed. seen. Horrible, just too big of an animal on a too small of a crest. Hated it. Whatever. Michigan State ended up splitting. Not horrible. Just Colorado College is. Not like a terrible program. Sweet arena. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of the arena. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Sick. You have to show me them after, but you, you go look them up now while we're talking about it, and then we'll get right. your. Instant they, don't mind my type. Wait, do they play in the Olympic uh, practice facility? I don't know what it is, but it's an they. It's new. It's a brand, brand new. I don't know if they built it. I was looking at the pictures. I was like, wow, very, very nice, very, very nice. But uh, Michigan State gets a split. Not too bad, but uh, Friday. It didn't look very good at all for Michigan State. Losing 3-1 to one of the Tigers. I mean, Michigan State outshot Colorado College, but what I read of, I mean, they outshot them 27-24. to 24, But, I mean, Michigan State, you can't go down 2 to nothing on the road. No. And this is a team who's offensively, like, challenged. So, once they went down 2 to nothing, they never really, like, bit back. Colorado College added another one. Michigan State eventually scored a power play goal with about two minutes left in the third period. Mitch Lewandowski's first of the year. Drew DeRitter got the loss with 21 saves on 24 shots. And, and, and Dan Cole said, I guess in postgame, it, it was like I think some things are working, but at an 80% level. Not great, not like really good. And he's like, they got to funnel more shots than that, which is something that seems to be a theme about this team. Mm-hmm. Not they getting, rely so heavily on their defensive core to put shots at the net. They, so. Yeah, but like... 27 shots is not a lot of shots in college hockey. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. Like, yeah, it, it, you looked at the pro game and you kind of like looked at those numbers and you might think, oh, that's not horrible. It's not for college hockey. You should be and, at the 35-ish. Yeah, and especially the way Michigan State plays. They're, they, I think Dan Cole's all, like, this is so cliche. It's like circle putts and uh, get like shots on that, but that's how he wants to play. Mm-hmm. He, this team is just not that fast. Although but, if there was a positive I took from this, they got two huge lows off their shoulders by scoring a power play goal, and Lewandowski finally getting one. Yes. Which they both both needed to happen desperately, especially before Cornell happened. Yes. Yeah, but they did have to bounce back, and they did on Saturday. I know. they did. The, the great transition right there. With a question. Really, change. Really just helping me out right there. Boom. Five, MSU wins 5-1 to one on Saturday night to get the split. I mean, Spartans has jumped on the Tigers three goals in the first period. Spartan defense and Rosberg and Cole Krieger had two goals to start the period. John, what John, what John Luca, whatever Estevez, I can't get his first name. I'm gonna have to ask him 
when the, the next time he's available, I'm like, dude, can you just like tell me how to say your name right? I just feel like an idiot. But uh, we could call him G Easy. No, no, <laughs> oh, he boy. would probably be a f- like a f- Jeezy. That probably stinks. wouldn't be the first time he's been called that. Yeah, well, that's like G Easy sin. Yeah. Like sucks. No one likes G Easy. Do you like G Easy, Cal? Not really. Okay, yeah, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Really? No, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, those three had goals in the first period. How about this stat? Out of the five goals they scored, all on even strength. That's pretty impressive. Like I know that they only got one power play, so you can't really like complain that they had opportunities on the PP that much. But five, like that's pretty good for five on five play. Mm-hmm. And Newer got his first. Yep, and uh, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Moving into the next couple periods, they had four. They get their fourth and fifth goals. Fourth goal for Mueller. Fifth for Lan- Fifth goal for Logan Lambden. I think those are both their first goals of the year. I believe so. Yes. But uh, I-, I would expect more production out of Mueller and Lambden. I know Lambden's kind of on that fourth line right now, mm-hmm. but he is, like, very skilled. Dan oh, he's Col- been there for a while, too, so he knows what's expected of him. I yeah. hope he turns those jets on a little bit as moving into this weekend, for sure. And maybe the guy now for Michigan State, John Lefman, with 35 saves, moving to 2-0 and on the season. Pretty good pretty good start for old Johnny Lefman. I passed him going to class the other day. He was walking into Wells, and I'm just like, looked at him like, hey, he's going to class. Right on, right on. Okay. But I don't. I, I, I didn't think that comment warranted being said on this podcast. Well, okay. Maybe I redacted then. You I redacted. Reda- redacted. That's that. not to say that John Lethman is a bad student. I'm just saying I don't mm-hmm. see much of them around campus. I don't. I don't either. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, that is not a stab at you, Lethman, if you're listening to this. You're a good goaltender and a good student. Just know that. <laughs> But, I mean, Spartans are really good on the penalty kill, too. Four, I mean, killing four out of five penalties. And it, that's kind of been always been a theme with Dan Cole teams. They take a lot of penalties, but I, it, that's something you can improve on. But I, I want to hear what you guys thought on what you guys saw on this weekend. And if it really gives them any credence as you look forward to Michigan State as we start getting to the, like, this meat of this schedule. Yes. Um. Kodorenko had three assists on the day. Yep. And that was the first game since Lewandowski was taken off his wing. Yes. Talk about that. Because I, you wrote a good article on Impact, WDBM, website 89. Go go check it out. Kyle had a good article about how Lewandowski got moved off the first line. Thank you. So, so yeah. I Got to give you the plug when you put out good work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Lewandowski moved off his wing. So, mm-hmm. so, so I we talked about that all last pod. That maybe that's an option, and yeah, you saw a little like price in the pudding, mm-hmm. if you could say. Was it? Did they move him on Saturday? Yeah, uh, Friday he was on the first line. Uh, Saturday he got moved down. Okay. And I don't think you could change that after a five goal performance, can you? Nope. And who took his right win was Sam Saliba, the captain, who is a guy who's typically playing on that second line and usually playing with the younger guys like Yager Joshua. Is is it Yager? I, I got yeah. Go Yager. There's no pronunciation Yager. right here. Yeah, I know. That's tough. Yeah, like Joshua Nodler and Lewandowski on that second line now. Maybe that like says, hey, Lewandowski, we're going to give you more responsibility on this line, maybe a little bit more free reign. Make some more of a yeah, leader yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah, no, yeah, Lead by example. Go, go make some more plays. And for Sam Saliba, hey, we're going to take a little weight off your shoulder and get to play with a guy like Todorenko and Mueller, who are both like very talented. That's a great point because I like that move. coming into the the season, Lewandowski had the most one of the most pressure on the team because he was playing on that KHL line last year and is expected yes. to do really well. So moving him and trying to get those other guys, uh, the younger guys, the freshmen, a little bit of you know let's do this type mentality. 
I think that's a good move. And I, like you said, Hattie, I'd stick with that for sure going into at least game one of this series just to see what happens. Lewandowski seems like a guy that plays better with a chip on his shoulder. Yes. And I, he always does. Like, I think we gave him a hard time last week because the production just wasn't there. And I, it's super, super early. But right. he is just, if they want to succeed, he needs to get going because it can't just be Kodorenko. It can't just be. It can't just be this back end of Rosberg, Susanna, and the Krieger twins producing offense. It's just not going to work. And you have that third line who's been really productive with Estevez, Estevez, Apap, and Stevens. But that, that that's a third line. You want right. some more production out of your high, like highly skilled players like Lewandowski, and and, and may, that maybe that move that second line will do that. You know, I think that's a good point, and I also think that maybe we'll see a little bit of more line changes. This might. Yeah, allude to something as the season moves on, we might start to see a little bit of breaking up of the uh, quote unquote clicks. I guess you know, like there's a stagnant line. These guys have to be on the same line together. You see that mostly on the defense, so maybe that can uh, foreshadow something. I, I do, I do believe you'll see that Estevez, Apep, and Stevens line the rest of the year because they yeah, just been too. they've just been that productive and they've been they've shown. Like, hey, Dan Cole, like, they have good chemistry. They'll, I believe they'll be one of those that sit down. But I don't hate that. Maybe move people up and down that first and second line. They're still scoring. And, and that fourth line. Maybe you throw up a Lambden on the first line every once in a while. Maybe you throw up a Kamer, who's more of a defensive-minded guy, with Kodorenko. Maybe, like, bring that type of energy. Because Kodorenko's a great defensive player, too. And they so, still have Stahoviak back there with those wheels. That kid's quicker than lightning. He's, ta- mean- he's talented. He's very talented. And... We were talking about this before the show because Kyle Hattie took a picture of the line sheet for the second night on Saturday at Colorado College. And Stoviak, they brought, what is it? How many, what's the number for the extra forward? Because it, it, it's 13th. Sa- sa- yeah. They dressed 13th, 13th. Well, yeah, 12 on the. Yeah, I said 13th. Forward, That's just not a correct way to say 13. They, <laughs> they dressed 13 <laughs> skaters. I mean, th- God, this is unbelievable. I can't get out. They dress thirteen forwards and they dress six defensemen. So mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that says, hey, we're, we're gonna need more depth out of our like offense than necessarily because they're so like locked in with the, your defensive core. Is that what that says? I I I I don't know because they usually dress seven defensemen. I I think well, you said Hattie before we got on that dressing six defensemen is kind of scary in a way. It's, it doesn't give you much cushion if somebody goes down. Which I mean, defensemen. No offense to the offense. You're blocking shots more. You're hitting more. You know, I think that that could be a disastrous if you don't have that seventh guy. But also, I think it's a way that Cole's saying, "Hey guys, we're limiting this roster to this, this, and that. And if you're not playing there, we got plenty of guys that'll rotate. This is college hockey. This ain't high school hockey. And most people know that at this level now. So I think that keeping that roster at six guys on defense and 13 on offense, it sets a message." If anything else, no, I think it does, and it, it'll it'll be fun to see like what he does going forward, like against Cornell, especially since you know, like uh, we'll get to it later. The the clip that they dropped down four defensemen. I mean, like they have a defenseman in the rush. Mm-hmm. So your offense are back. Your offenses are back checking harder, so you might keep that thirteenth forward as opposed to a sixth defenseman. Right. So we could see a switch eventually, but for now, I think that thirteen forwards is definitely crucial and. Yeah, you just hinted at that uh, clip that we're going to play later. But, yeah, they said somebody, we won't mention his name now, we'll save that for later, but that Cornell has a really good, strong offensive rush. They like to push four right at you real quick. And I think that the defense is also going to have to 
play very strategic and very structured or else it's gonna it's just gonna blow up if, if you guys didn't know michigan state's playing cornell this weekend just a heads up before we okay. start getting in right the preview because yes. we keep hinting at it and just if people haven't been tuned in or haven't paid attention to michigan state cornell is the number four team in the country first two real home games at mon ice arena it's gonna be a pretty good environment this weekend in east lansing so just a heads up but first a little segment with last couple of years it was behind the numbers whatever i think it was numbers never lie i did that with burkle i think burkle did that with uh jason ruff who has moved on and like calls hockey right now in the null which is pretty impressive for a guy that oh, young yeah. but uh the, 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 this is gonna be a little newer segment that we do that plays off the stat game shout out to the u s c h o website that has like every college hockey stat ever Got and that's that one, pretty right? that's yeah i know i i <laughs> i i pulled up the website to make sure i didn't spell that wrong or say it wrong so whatever but uh we're gonna start off because th- we're gonna give a little softballs once we get into the season because it's not very hard to tell whose stat is whose but it's uh four games in and whose stat is this that 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 will be kind of the segment so the first okay. stat we'll do three a week how about that Okay. Okay. First one. First one. Should we all make up our own? I, I mean, I got. I made up three this week. I mean, okay. if pulling, you want, pulling most of the way. If you, yeah, not a big deal. But uh, <laughs> if you, if you, uh, if you want to, I don't know. Maybe you want to throw yeah, it in yeah, the doctor eventually. I'll drop one in there. Feel like. Yeah. It. Okay. But uh, also, by the way, you, you can tell Sam Saliba. We got a clip from Sam Saliba that we're gonna play later in the show. Shout out to John Supan for getting out to Mon Ice Arena yesterday for player availability. But first stat that we're gonna. Little guesstimation. Which MSU goalie has a point nine four? What is it? Okay, point nine four save percentage. Save percentage yeah. I just yeah. say nine forty. Nine forty? Yeah, I guess. Nine. Who's at a nine forty save percentage? Lessman. Yes. Pretty. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. I, I mean, he's been good this too, year. He's been good. Solid. He's, he's faced more shots than Deritter, and I, I've always kind of been like, hey, I believe Deritter will eventually take over this job. I, knows, I, I I don't know at this point because Lefman's come out pretty hot, and we all know you just ride the hot hand with a goalie. Maybe that irritated him last year. Maybe he's trying to set the bar higher for himself in terms of just working harder, and I think that as a senior, he's definitely going to get those opportunities, and hopefully he'll – Yeah, there, I so. could see – like Hopefully at, we see that number rise, but it's yeah, going to be I tough. Mean, it's going to be yeah. tough. 940 is pretty good. It is. MSU has played four games this season – what is their record when they lead after the first period? Do you I get to know how many games they've led in the first period? I mean, well, they've, they've won led, two. They've led in two. Two and two. Two and oh, yes. Okay. And this was something that was a problem last year. You look at they're like by the numbers by the period, that's like one of my favorite stats, mm-hmm. like looking at it. When they go down after the first period, I think they're one and one. When they're tied they've been tied. And all the games they've played, basically, after the second period, they've lost both those games, which mm. is pretty interesting. I don't think they were. I don't know why the stats said that. But th- this is a team that likes to play from ahead. And, like, they showed that last year. But through four games, they're uh, 2-0 to start the season when they get up in the first period. So th- maybe that's a stat you looked at as the season goes on. Well, that's huge for this weekend. Oh, massive. So massive. have to pop hot. a couple in early. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Which last one? Which MSU defenseman led the team in points through the first four games of the season? Susanna. Susanna. Jared Rosberg. That was my second. I was going with three. With but I, I, I mean, there's close. a couple defense. I think both Creator twins have two, and then uh, Susanna has two, but Rosberg has three. 
if you're getting point production out of a guy like that, like he he's a skilled player, but he's not Dennis Azana. He's not one of the Krieger twins who kind of like hangs their hat on the offensive end. He's more of a mm-hmm. physical, like you, you know, he brings the thunder. He like blocks shots. He gets in, he's in a, more of an emotional leader. If you can get offensive production from a guy like that, that's huge. Who, Susanna? No, Rosper. Oh, Rosper. Yeah, well, both of them have some offensive capabilities, too. I think, so, is... I think Susanna is more, it's definitely more of an offensive weapon. Right. I, you can model his game. Not, he's not, he doesn't have the shot of Tory Crude, but that's like his favorite player. And I think that's what he models his game after. So. I, I don't know, but seeing a guy like Jared Rosford, who typically is not an offensive weapon, mm-hmm. have three points to start the year, that's a good sign. It is. And both of them play really well in transition hockey, too, in the neutral zone. They don't let you get much room, which is good, because then those turnovers generate and they could go ahead and get going on offense. Yes. That's one of Michigan State's, like, Dan Cole's biggest thing, no turnovers on entry. Because mm-hmm. that, that just leads to goals. So. But uh, we, we've been hinting to it the whole show, been talking about it. Big matchup this weekend in Mon on Friday and Saturday. Michigan State host number four Cornell Bears. Is it Bears? Yeah. Big Red so. Bears. Yeah. Every time I think of Cornell, I just think of Andy Bernard from the office. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so fair though. Like it is. he yeah, like I think he He's the most famous like, alum. Yeah, they're just for an Ivy League school, that shouldn't be your biggest alum. That's, yeah, that's tough. Sad. I mean, they probably have way better alums, but for me to only know that, they got to figure that out. But whatever. I digress. But uh, this team's made the NCAA tournament three years in a row as an at-large bid. That is that is almost more impressive than making the tournament five years in a row without an at-large bid because mm-hmm. there's 16 teams in the NCAA tournament. For them to get an at-large bid in the last three years shows how like talented and how good this team's been in the last couple of years. That's dominance. That is. That is dominance. And, and, and we talked about this earlier, too. Another weird thing about college hockey, they haven't played a regular season game. Yeah, both late starts, huh? That's, like, what is that? MSU's about to play their fifth game. If I'm Cornell, I'd be pissed about that. I know they've played... They've they, played two. Yeah, they played... That's, I, Exhibition. I can't say that word. I got you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> against, a, against a development program, too. They won three to nothing. But still, I it's not. That's the, not a true test yet. It's not the same thing. You got to go out and play. I don't know why they all don't start on the same week. It is weird. And like their first game, like you walk into like a home opener. Yeah, that and you're going on the road for your first couple of games. Michigan State did that too, though. That's a good point. So I it, no, but it's weird because it's like MSU's fifth game. That I I don't know. Right. I find that find that hard to believe. I think that same thing happened last year when Michigan State opened the season in Cornell. What? Why, why are you giving me that look, Hattie? Does that mean they end the season earlier? It's not a look at you. It's a look of pondering. No, I don't think it matters because I think everyone just ends when their conference tournament ends and what relation it has to the NCAA tournament. Don't they but, all finish around the same time? Yeah, they do, but what's it called? I, I think... Some play in the week. I get, does Michigan week. State have an... I haven't looked at Michigan State's schedule in the last... Does Michigan State have an off week after this? That's what I was thinking. Cause Cause like, check here. You, you can't have five games on a team. They, they wouldn't line up. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know if there's, like, a requirement. After this week? Yeah. No, they go to Penn State next week. So they yeah. start the Big Ten. I think mm-hmm. the Big Ten might have buys. Do they? Oh, let me take a quick gander. I don't think – no, yeah, they do. They definitely do. No, they don't? Supan is – does, It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's just all week after week. Maybe – the maybe They in, get a break with the GLI. Yeah. But, well, from the 15th of December to the 30th, they get a pretty big break. But Yeah, I, I mean, maybe in the ECA 
C where they play at, they do weekday games maybe, and they do three a week maybe. That should be a possibility. I don't know. That is weird. That's a good point, but I don't know. Something we don't understand. We're not Ivy League, man. Yes. We don't get it. Yes. Obviously, we're smarter. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What is it? Like 8% get into Cornell, 58% get into state? Whatever. (laughs) Something like that. Who cares? But whatever. 14.1. At least they're accepting of us. Yes. We're 66. Okay. (laughs) But, uh,. Cornell's led by Mitch Schaefer in his 25th year as a Cornell head coach. That is so college hockey, by the way. I, I, I We do all these previews, and, like, there's a couple guys in the Big Ten who are, like, taking over for, like, former legends in the Big Ten, so they're and guys who started programs, so mm-hmm. they haven't, like, necessarily been there that long. But every time Michigan State goes out and plays someone, like, out of conference or something, like, say 30 years as the head coach, I'm like, what? How, how does this even happen? Like, they people love their jobs as college hockey right. coaches. And I feel like even out east, it would be even a little harder to retain that job that long. Yes. You know, because that's a way diff- – I feel like the Ivy League in general is just a way more, you know, let's move it along type no, process. I feel, like, I feel but, like it would be easier because they're like, we. I mean, we can be good or bad at hockey. We don't really care about the profit. True. Yeah. That's very true. Good I don't point. Know. But whatever. But, yeah, Mike Schaefer, man. Yes. Mike Schaefer. Shout out him. But uh, – <laughs> Wait, is it Mitch Schaefer? Oh, Mike. Mike? I, I think it was a typo, but yeah. on their website it says Mike. So it's I think I said Mitch. I excuse myself. It's Mike Schaefer. Sorry. But the <laughs> but the Big Red returned a lot of the pieces they had last year, which was a pretty good team. And it, you got three all-ECAC hockey selections, senior defenseman Yanni Galdis, junior forward Morgan Barron, and junior goaltender Matthew, me and okay, when me and Burkle did the show at the beginning of the year last year, Supan, mm-hmm. this name, this last name, we had no idea. I it think was the goaltender. Yeah, do you know how to say that last Which name? Which one? Ma- Matthew Galaja. Galaja. Yeah, but he's really, really good. His sophomore year, I he had not a down year, but he was not the same player he was a sophomore. He was a candidate for the Hobie Baker his sophomore year. That's how good he was his sophomore year. He had a, I mean, po- he had a freshman point nine two one save percentage. His freshman year. His freshman year. All oh, freshman year. Yeah, okay. excuse me. His freshman year. I mean, he's an all ECAC hockey yeah. selection, so he can't be bad at all. But that's going to be a struggle for Michigan State to get pucks in the net, which is already kind of an issue. But yeah. I digress. I mean, they played them last year. They beat them twice in Cornell. We've talked about that a bunch of times on this podcast, how it kind of jump-started Michigan State's year last year. And kind of put people on notice, or they were a pretty good hockey team last year, but they got to defend home ice like, yes. the whole year this year. They cannot give an inch to anybody coming to this barn. I don't the, care who. The, I don't care who they are. This is a different team, a little bit less talented team, but th- this weekend is their biggest test. And I think I, I I don't have a prediction right now, and I'll probably make one by the end of this little rant I'm gonna have. Mm-hmm. But you look you, at, you look into this weekend. They've Michigan State has like proven they can compete in the Big Ten the last couple of years. They just haven't won these games, and like they haven't beat Penn State consistently. They'll they'll lose. They'll get swept by Notre Dame and lose in a heartbreaker or something like that. They'll beat Michigan three times, but they'll lose a. They'll get swept by Minnesota the next weekend. So they they the thing for Michigan State as you start the year with two splits just create some momentum. It, this program, I think the most momentum they had in the last like five or six years was last year when you swept Cornell. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so a win against Cornell like keeps the momentum going. 
So I, if, if you're Michigan State, you really it would really be nice to split because I do believe you're going to get a pretty good crowd at Mon on Friday and Saturday. Does it affect your decision if I told you that last year there were seven five and two at home and five twelve and two on the road? Who Michigan State? Yeah, they five, were not very good at on five two Mon. and twelve. Five twelve and two on oh. the road, and then seven yeah. and five at home. There so were seven ab- and five at home. Above five hundred at home, and you're also going to mm. get maybe the biggest crowd you'll have while you're outside of Michigan. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. And fr- they made it free for students on Friday, mm-hmm. which is a rare thing oh, to do. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, and then on Saturday, they're, like, giving away hats. So they're, they're, they're Michigan State Hockey slash Michigan Athletics understand the opportunity that they can make a little dough this weekend on a pretty good college hockey matchup. But I, I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on what you think this team, like Cornell presents Michigan State and what – happens if Michigan State maybe gets swept or what you see happening as these two match up. Actually, we have a good clip that could describe that. Yes, we do have a very good clip. I, I, It escaped me. Of course, I showed up late. We got just out a tutorial how to board up here at Impact, and I'm an idiot, and I completely <laughs> forgot about John's clip. But before we give our final predictions, we got a clip from Sam Saliba who talks about upcoming matchup and what – Cornell presents and what the challenge is for Michigan State this weekend. In terms of scouting, you guys doing film work before this game coming out. What are you guys focusing on differently from last year's Cornell team in terms of now? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty similar team. They, they brought it back a lot of guys. Uh, I think they lost a couple D-men, but, you know, the same concepts for them. They like to get a, a fourth D up in the rush. Um, so making sure we're coming back hard, which is a big emphasis last year. It's going to be a big emphasis this year as well. Um, and then puck management. You know, I thought we went into their building last year and really managed the puck well and um, obviously kept it out of our net. It's the biggest key, so uh, kind of the same things. Shout out John Supan. Good Thank work. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. MVP. Not a lot of students are going to MSU hockey availability at like 4 o'clock. No, but I love it, man. It's like, you know, I played I, hockey and it's just standing on that bench. It's like, man, I want to get back out there, but obviously I'm <laughs> You don't play in a beer league tempting. or anything? Oh, I play a beer league, but I mean, just to be – at that level that those guys are at, I've obviously never been there, but like yes. it's just the, you know, getting to the ice and just being like, yeah, this this is the real deal here. It was kind of cool, but yeah, we should okay. go to six and fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. But uh, like you said, going back to before the interview, um, I think what really needs to happen is that we were talking about both offense and defense here, but they really just need to be cohesive here. This needs to be one team, not defense and offense and goaltender. It needs to be all all one big huge beast because I think. That Cornell is going to take it to you both defensively because their goaltender, like you said, Collins, is very stunning. Very good. Very good. And their forwards are unreal. And Saliba just told us that they like to rush four. So you're going to have a lot of back checking. You're going to have a lot of awareness as a goaltender position. Don't know who's going to start. And you're also going to have to have a lot of strong defensive structure. So I, mean, I think it's got to be all three. Lethnam has to get Friday, right? He has to. So I, I would assume he gets Friday. And maybe if he wins, he probably gets the weekend. You would assume that with a – Talented Cornell team coming in. But, Hattie, do you have any more thoughts to hop on what John just said? No, I think going back to the audio clip, it, it, it does pretty much summarize, like, what they want to do. And Michigan State, he's right. They're going to have to get their forwards involved in the, in the defensive zone and the neutral zone. The neutral zone could win Michigan State this game if they can get turnovers there. That's my biggest takeaway. Okay. Or okay. physicality. You know that okay. you guys all know this team's physical. Okay. So I don't know how Cornell is yes. physical wise, but back off the Olympic ice, back back yeah. onto the NHL ice. Yes, right. they did play in the Olympic ice for in Colorado Springs. That that has to be the Olympic 
like training facility. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, that you're completely right. I didn't even put that two and two. Maybe that's why that rink's so beautiful. I did look that up, by the way. That's a real cool rink. I like the banners hanging down from the middle instead of the sides. It's sweet. Yeah, it's really cool. But uh, I'll start off with the predictions for us. I I I like Cornell to sweep Michigan State this weekend. I just what I've I, I haven't seen a whole lot. I'm not going to say I've I, I've been a, I've really dove into this Michigan State roster and what they've done so far. But uh, you get a top five team coming in your barn. I think Michigan State will have excitement. I think all, both these games will be close. I just think Cornell has better players and. Eventually, I think sometimes in hockey, when there's this too much skill on the ice, you you face problems. Mm-hmm. And I think that this weekend could be foreshadowing what we will see a lot during Big Ten play. That's very well said. I I don't agree. I think um, they're going to split. Okay. I think they're going to win the game on Friday. Uh, like your point, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a dogfight, probably four to three, maybe five three with an empty net or something. Yeah, like but... like. Like Hattie said, that Friday game will probably be the best crowd they'll have all season, other than Michigan. I'm excited to go to that game. Me too. Yes. Really excited. Yes. So. The pizza, man. I know. Friday night pizza. <laughs> shout out. Don't be giving away their secrets yeah, up I know. there in shout the booth out. there. <laughs> yeah, shout out. But what, what do you got, Hattie? I have Michigan State taking the first game on Friday 4-1 to and then splitting to second. Okay. Because so I, I like the score predictions there. Thank you. 4-1. to I like nice. I played this out in my head. With I, an I'm, empty net or not? Yes, empty net. Okay. Okay. I think they come out hot. They're going to ride their hot goaltender. Uh, this new line chain is going to give the offense new life. They're going to come out. They're going to be winning after the first period. Good for them. Yes. Yep. And I think they're going to ride until the end. They're going to play lockdown defense in the second half of the game. Okay. I, okay. Good I analysis, buddy. I, Good great analysis. So we're going to have coverage all weekend. I, I All three of us can go to the games. We are not sure when, like, who and who's going to We don't know what our what, roles are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't know who's going to which game or whatever, but we're, Impact will be covering both games. So follow our Twitters, at Kyle Hattie, right? Yes. Kyle Hattie, at John Supan. 415. Yes. And Weird. at Ryan Collins, 524. And follow Impact Sports' Twitter handle, because we'll have definitely stuff on there. We'll probably have a post-game video. We'll do a lot of stuff this weekend, give you great coverage of the game, since nothing really else is going on Michigan State campus. And nothing really is good going on right now except basketball, which starts Tuesday. Mm-hmm. All students should just, be there Friday. Just before we end this, what did you think about that uh, game yesterday they played? Who, Michigan State yeah, basketball? Yeah. I didn't really watch it. I had to do a paper. but All about... I saw was uh, Izzo's kid at the end hit the free throw. But I was going to say, I, I'll probably say this another four times this week on the variety of podcasts that Impact has. If I'm Steven Izzo... It's cool. It's cool for Izzo. It's cool. Like that moment's cool for him yeah. and him and it, him and his dad. But at the same time, being that guy who hits the free throw and everyone starts cheering for, you have to hate that. Oh yeah. yeah. You hate that. You have like you absolutely because that's despise. your highlight. Yeah. That makes it wh- wh- no, but like it's, it's pity. No. Yes. You're just like how insulted. Right. Do you think I can't make a free throw? Right. Like Stephen Izzo probably could make. Didn't. No, I know, but Stephen Izzo could probably make ninety out of a hundred free throws. Yeah, right. Cassius makes one. No one bats an eye. Yeah, he, he gets an ovation. Yes, that like that something like that would bother me. That might just be me. <laughs> that might just be me. <laughs> but, I think I think you're speaking for a lot. You know what it is? It's like when they bring. The I've lo- been there before. No. That's why. <laughs> you know. You know. JV B, JV basketball. <laughs> don't remind me. But whatever. Do you have a highlight tape? No, I don't have a highlight tape. <laughs> that's why because. You get in there and they storm. People act like it, it's not. It's not a good showing. It's does it. It doesn't help the self esteem. I'll say that. <laughs> Do you know what it is to me? 
It's what? like it's like when they bring the little kids out, like for uh, like a shootout in intermissions. Th- those are electric. I love when yes, they do that. And they cheer not because it, it was a talented play, but because like, oh, good for them. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Sympathy, man. Another another thing. Sympathy. Another thing I'm wildly excited for to be back at Mon Ice Arena this year. Chuckapot. It is so great. I love Chuckapot. It is my favorite, like halftime slash like, like in the middle of the game little like gimmick that like sports like teams do. The coolest thing to look around. It's it's electric. It's so biscuits flying. And there's always that one part that's rolling right towards us. Oh, oh. It's 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 just electricity like personified. But <laughs> you want to try out a luck from the press box? I have thought about buying Bring one. Bring a like, gray sharpie, just write a number. And on it's it. like five dollars. You get shit fillet for a year. Free really? shit fillet for a year. It's dangerous. I don't. There's got to be like. There's got to be a stipulation on it's, that. It's I'd like be getting you, about four number ones every day. No, it's probably like. <laughs> it's probably like oh, you get just a grilled chicken sandwich every day, and you're I'm like, fine, dude. It's perfect. Even that is unreal. That's unreal, but it's not the same as say, hey, I I want a ten piece and a spicy chicken sandwich with no pickles. Nah, that's my order, by right. the way. But what? Whatever, whatever. Follow us this weekend as we have coverage of all the games and stuff. But. Another good episode, boys. Thought yeah. we did well. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Do oh, we wait, se- do we do the ratings? I forgot about that. We did that last year. We gave uh, the show a proper rating. I think this is our best show this year yeah. so far. I mean, last week, I, I won't lie. Not not good on me. Wasn't prepared. Just brought the boys down. First oh, episode, First episode, we're feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good. I'll give this episode a B. A soft B? B. We, we really? Got, we, we can move up. We can do better than this. So this is our, this is our bar. No, yeah. B, B is like, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't special. I was no. going to say A minus. A minus, okay. I'm going to go B, uh, actually A for the group. Okay. B for me because of the last okay. comment. Okay. That was, shirt? Yeah, but we're, we're fine now. We'll be all right. But I think that the Saliba clip, that's going to get some hits. That, so I think. Yeah, that, that gets you up to a B plus. Okay, yeah, B plus. Back down to a beach because you have a Chicago Bears hat on. And, I forgot and a Blackhawks Chicago shirt. Blackhawks shirt. Yeah, but I mean, represent. I, I mean, boy, no, we're but the, the worst teams in the league. Black, I mean, on both ends. The, I, what What are your thoughts on Mitchell Trubisky? Are you done? Yeah, I. Well, okay. Do you yeah. remember? Let's just let's take him over. Yeah, yeah. That that's a somber way to end the show. You're gonna but, make uh, me yeah. go home crying now, dude. Yeah, Thanks. but Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, hate to see that. Tom Brady. It's all right. We're uh, we're Lions fans, so that's yeah. nothing really to cry home about. But uh, for Ryan Collins, John Supan, and Kyle Addy, we thank you for listening to us. Hope you guys follow all of our socials and all that. Keep looking out for all of our hockey content. Kyle's wrote a couple good pieces for Impact so far. Look for more of those as we get throughout the year. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.